Today we will be talking about guidance. The topic is guidance. And before we start, let's go to God in a word of prayer. Father God, we thank you, Lord, for this time that we're able to gather to hear your word according to the riches of your grace. Lord, we thank you for the precious blood of your son, Jesus Christ, because that's the only way we can have a relationship, right relationship with you. You demonstrated your love that when you gave him, Lord, and he died on the cross for our sins, raised on the third day, and now he ascended in heaven on your right-hand side of your throne, all power and authority in his hand. Father God, we pray that your Holy Spirit be in the midst Give eyes, give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and to behold the wonderful truths that are in your word. Lord, I pray, God, that you may be exalted today, not me. Allow me to be invisible, God, as they hear the words of your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As I said, today, today we're going to be talking about guidance. Because all of us need guidance. Everybody. And the thing about guidance is, or the thing about us in here when talking to about guidance, all of us have to be on the same page, right? So first, I want you to understand this, that our walk with God is a walk of faith. Amen. From the beginning until the end, it is a walk of faith. Romans 1.17 say, from faith to faith, the just shall live by faith. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 7, it say we walk by faith and not by sight. So every person in here that have that right relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ, walk mean live. So we live our life according or by faith amen yeah. hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 say now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen now i want everybody to understand that which we operate off of is not abnormal to the world every human being operate off faith y'all follow me Every human being operate off faith, but every human being don't operate off faith in God. Y'all follow me? The only reason your faith led you into this building, because according to faith, you believe that when you came in here, the building wasn't going to fall on you. You sit down, you believe that the, 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 the bench or the chairs you sit on is not going to give in under you. Because if it was, you wouldn't have sat down. And if it is, you wouldn't have came in. So faith led you in here. Every human being has it. But every human being don't have that faith directed to God. Now, before we also, we need to make this and get this understood. Before you can actually have the right guidance, you... You have to understand, you have to respond to the sun in the right way. You have to make up in your mind that the only way to God is through his son. Jesus said that he is the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes to the father but by him. 
So you have to say in your mind that you know what? Jesus is the only way. Jesus is the only life. Jesus is the only truth. That's the only way that you can have true guidance in this world if you make that up in your mind as a born-again Christian and say, you know what, the only person that is right, that can make me right, that can actually guide me is the only unique son. Amen? So before anybody try to say, well, we got a God, you got to say, you know what, I, I believe Jesus is my Lord, my Savior, my Master. I believe that he is the only begotten, unique Son of God, and not by works of the law. I can't do anything to be made right with God, but solely on the works of Jesus Christ do I cling to. That's it. So, saints, last thing before we go look into this day of God. You have to understand that you're going to be persecuted for living right or being obedient to Jesus. Amen? Amen. I'm going to tell you honestly, just because you follow him, that don't mean blessings and prosperity and, and health and all that kind of stuff. But you got to understand you're going to be, you're going to suffer. In the flesh, that means if somebody says something negative to you, you're going to feel like you have to respond back to them. You're going to want to get back to them. When the Bible says don't do evil for evil, but overcome evil by doing good. So you're going to have those things, the feeling inside of you, they're going to say, I got to get back. I got to say something. You're going to have that bawling as Christians inside of the flesh that going to want to respond to things in the life. But Peter said in 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 1, arm yourselves with the same mind of Christ. That means that prepare yourself now. Christian, I'm looking at everybody in the eyes. If you, you follow Christ, prepare yourself now. And I'm not one that sit up here and just preaching this and have, it felt, and have not felt it myself. I have had polices called on me for preaching the gospel. I have been threatened about getting locked up for coming on certain streets for preaching the gospel. I have been cussed out A to Z just for looking for another person's well-being according to the gospel. I have been screamed at and yelled at at my own job and told not to use God's name at the place that I work. So I'm not one that just get up here and just say, say things. I am one that I can preach it because I have lived it. Amen. So now we on the same way. We understand this, I hope, in our sight of God. So pastor, I need guidance. One, I want you to go to John chapter 16, verse 13. John chapter 16, verse 13. Yeah, Gospel of John chapter 16, verse 13. And this is Jesus 
he's talking to the disciples because he has stated that he's about to leave. Right? So if you've been walking with your master, your Lord, for a long, about three and a half years period of time, and now that individual is telling you now that he is about to leave, how, how would you feel? Everything that you put your hope in, now he's telling you I'm about to leave. You're going to be here, but I'm about to go somewhere. And I can't tell you where I'm going. I'm going to the Father, and where I'm going, you cannot come. Yeah, and they start getting, they start feeling down. They start feeling pressed. But in the midst of that, he tells them about another person. Notice what I said. He tells about another person. He didn't tell about another, just energy, as the Jehovah Witnesses put it. He didn't tell about a force. He started telling them about another person that he's about to send. Look at John 16, 13. It says, how bad when the, he, not it, he, the spirit of truth is come. He will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear that shall he speak and he will show you things to come. Ah. Jesus telling them about the Holy Spirit. Jesus telling them about the spirit of truth. Jesus had told them that he would not leave them fatherless, but he was going to send them a comforter. This spirit, the Holy Spirit, we learn from this verse that he shall guide you into all truth. We hear from this verse, it says, for he explained he shall not speak of himself. So the Holy Spirit is not going to speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. That's why he's able to guide you. So now, let's connect the dots. If you don't have the Holy Spirit, then you cannot be guided in that right way. That's why the first response to a person is that they respond right to Christ Jesus. Because when you respond right to Christ Jesus, that's when he sends forth the Holy Spirit inside of you. And therefore, from that, the Holy Spirit guides you or he guides you through the Holy Spirit. Amen. So if you don't have the Holy Spirit in here today, I just want to tell you that you have to get right with the Lord. That's the first step for you, pastor. I want to, I need guidance in my life. Where the pastor say to you, well, do you respond or believe that Jesus is the only way to the father? No, I, I don't believe that pastor. Well, that's the problem right there. God wants you to repent of that and place faith in his son. Then when you do that, he will give you the Holy Spirit. And to those here that say, well, Pastor, I have the Holy Spirit. Where do I go from now? We finna talk about that. But the Holy Spirit gonna do what? Guide you. Guide you 
unto all truth. That's God part. Amen. That's God part. That is what God do. Now, what do you supposed to do? Romans chapter 12, verse 2, saints. Romans chapter 12, verse 2. Again, Romans chapter 12, verse 2. And it say, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Be not conformed to this world. My brothers and my sister in Christ in here, the mandate from God is that we do not be molded into this world. We don't be molded into this system. How could I be molded into this system? That means the thing that they like, we can't like. That means the things that they say right, it got to be right according to what God says right. That means the people they pride in, their idols, the people they look up to, we can't look up to. Because they say this is the way that we should do things. This is the way that we should do things. Then that don't mean we should conform to it. That should mean that my life patterns should look like that of the world. Oh, let, me, let me be more specific. Just because the world frowned on marriage and the world say that all of these genders, cis male, male, and all of this stuff, and that male and male and female and female is okay. Just because the world say that crap, that's not for us. We cannot mold our life based on what the world say. The system can say one thing, right? But it always have to line up with what God says, do not be molded. Do not be conformed. Do not pattern your life after the world. Simply put, don't let the world guide you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't, don't let the world guide you. Because who is the ruler of this world? Satan. And if you let the world guide you, then who is guiding you? Satan. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. I love that word. That word Greek means metamorphosis. Metamorphosis. To all my guys that we were once young, you know, we used to watch, you know, Power Rangers and stuff like that. And 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 what, 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 when we watch Power Rangers, these these Power Rangers, they what? They regular humans at first, and then. What they do, they, 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 when it's time to fall, it's time to fight, what they do? Amen. They say, what they say? Metamorphosis time. And then they change. They change. They transform. And they transform to something more powerful. They transform to something that they are able to defeat the enemy. Because if they was like that, in their human form, facing the enemy, they wouldn't be able to win. But it transformed. 
That's how our mind's supposed to be. Like that caterpillar that go into a cocoon and they come out something different. A butterfly that no longer have to crawl but fly. That's how our mind supposed to be. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. And he tell us how? By the renewing of your mind. Now you have to renew our mind. Christian, every Christian in here. Me being a former game banger and I had a lifestyle just like everybody in here had a lifestyle. All of us sinners that been saved. Now we have to change the way that we're thinking. But the way you change the way you're thinking, you got to get something else in your mind. Y'all follow me? Because now I've been saved. I know Christ. I have the Holy, I have the Holy Spirit in me. Now I need something I have to put in me that I can believe so it can shape the way that I now supposed to think. And it only when I do that, then they say that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You can't ask for guidance and come to Christ thinking the same way that you thought before you knew Christ. No, you, you, we can't do that. I can't go off the same principles and say I'm saved and then live like I'm a game banger. That don't. That don't. Amen. It don't connect. So I have to get something in me. And that something that I'm getting in me is the word of God. Now, pastor, what are you saying? I'm saying that if you don't have no study time. If you don't have no devotion time in the word of God, that is what you're missing if you're asking for guidance. Okay, let's go to the Bible. Let's look at what the Bible says. 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16. Amen. 2 Timothy chapter 3. And we're going to look at verse 16. Well, sorry, that verse 16, right? 2 Timothy chapter 3, uh, and we're going to look at verse 16 and verse 17. And this is what it says. <clears throat> All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Amen. Hallelujah. That the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. All of God's word is profitable. For doctrine, which is teaching, we need to be taught. For reproofing. For correction. They have to convict us, y'all. Why do we need conviction? Because we are not perfect. If we were perfect, we wouldn't need conviction because that means we're doing everything right. But that's contrary. We don't do everything right. So something has to let us know when we are doing that which is wrong. Amen. And that's the truth. For correction, they have to set us on that right path. For instructing and righteousness. Now, look at verse 17. 
that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. God have good works for everybody here to do if you are born again. The only way that you can be prepared for what God have equipped you for is through studying God's word. Remember Psalms 119.105. David said, thy word is a lamp to my feet and a lamp to my path. That's then what, that what David said. That is showing guidance. He's telling us that he, God's word is it guide us. John chapter 17, Jesus says, sanctify them by thy truth. Your word is truth. Sanctify means set them apart. We are set apart people by the word of the living God. And Paul told Timothy, study to show thyself approved. A workman need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Pastor, I need guidance. Pastor say, study the word of God. I, I read a daily devotion. No, 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 no. You have to lay aside some time to actually pray to him, to dig in his word. Then he will speak to you. Okay, Pastor, I understand. You're telling me you got to be born again. Yeah, you got to be that. When I have the Holy Spirit, I got to study. Yep, you got to do that. Saints, we can't be lazy talking about we need guidance from God. That's, that's like saying that I want to be a real good basketball player, but I don't want to go train and run. I, I want to back people down in the hole, but I don't want to lift weights. Yeah, you can have all the want in your mind, but if you don't do what's necessary for it to get done, then it's just vanity. It's just mere talk. So you say, I need guidance, and I tell you, show you guidance. Don't leave out this door no more saying that I need guidance because you have been told what to do disciplinary-wise for you to have the guidance from God. Now, to all those who say, yeah, I study, I study. I know God's word. I am born again. Why am I not going in the way that God want me to go? Y'all, I'm going to be honest with y'all. This right here was an eye opener to me, amen. Even as a pastor, like, I got home in 2021. And I had did this study. Basically, y'all go ahead and go to it. Proverbs chapter 11. And it's Proverbs chapter 11, verse 3 and verse 5 through 6. Those verses showed me something that I, myself, personal experience, never had seen before that time. And ever since then, I understood how guidance actually worked. I'm going to depend on this, man. <laughs> you know I get excited about stuff like this, man. Like... Now, Proverbs chapter 11. Look at verse 3. The integrity 
of the upright shall guide them, but the perverseness of transgressors shall destroy them. Y'all see that, right? The integrity of the upright shall guide them. We just learning John chapter 16, verse 13, that the Holy Spirit guide them. Proverbs 11, verse 3 tell us the integrity of the upright shall guide them. Now, upright is a just man, amen? And we know the just shall live by faith. So the integrity of a faithful man shall guide them. What I'm saying is, yes, the Holy Spirit guide, but if you are not going to be faithful to what the Holy Spirit said, it's pointless. If the Holy Spirit tell you through the scripture that we should not be unequally yoked with unbelievers, and you say, yeah, that's just what it is. That's just what it said 2,000 years ago, but I'm going to do this. <laughs> Don't ask what God is at after you find the consequences of disobeying. Because if you would have been faithful, if you would have been faithful to what the Holy Spirit said then, then the consequences would have came. Look at the last uh, portion of the verse. But the perverseness of transgressors shall destroy them. Perverseness means crookedness. <laughs> crookedness. So if I say the integrity of the upright should guide them, that means you being faithful to what the Bible say, it should guide you on where you should go. But if you become crooked, if you don't do it, if you're not faithful to what it say, then it's going to destroy you. Now, destroy don't necessarily mean you're going to be killed. Destroy means ruin. So that means the thing the good that would have happened if you would have been faithful, you have messed it up. Because you wasn't faithful until what the Bible had said through the Holy Spirit. How many marriages get themselves in trouble by saying, yeah, she looked good. Yeah, I'm going to try to save a man. Yeah, I know the word, man, but... I like her, man. She, man, she probably won't come through, man. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead. And then once they get together, they find themselves in so much turmoil. Man, I'm stressed out, man. I'm headache. Bro, you ain't been coming to church? No, nah, man, I've been busy, man. I've been arguing, and I've been this, and I've been that, and I've been that. Why? Only thing you had to do, only thing you had to do was just be obedient, be faithful to what it says, Right? Remember when we talked about Peter, arm yourself in your mind, knowing that you're going to have the desires, right? You're going to have this suffering in the flesh for not doing the things. You're going to have temptation arise in your flesh for and fleshly desires when the Bible tells you to do this. And then you're going to have that desire to say, nah, I shouldn't do it. Nah, I shouldn't do it. No, but then you have to pray and let the Holy Spirit guide you. Follow what the Holy Spirit is saying. And then you will understand afterwards. Oh, man, we good at saying hi. So we, we, we love as we look back. We look back type of people. When we look back, we're like, man, dang, I can see it now. Sometimes in present, we can't see it. That's why we got to walk by faith. Because after we get past it and it's in the past, we're able to look back and see it clearly then. But while we're walking, we can't see it. That's why we have to be faithful. 
to what the Bible is saying. Look at verse 5. Again, the righteousness of the perfect shall direct his way, but the wicked shall follow by his own wickedness. Again, us being faithful, us doing what's right in situations, us being faithful to call God, what God says right, that's what I'm going to do. What God says wrong, that's what is wrong to me. And I'm going to stick to it no matter what, I'm going to stick to it. And you find out in the end how God don't guide you. Verses the righteousness of the upright shall deliver them, but transgressors shall be taken in their own naughtiness. I have a personal, I had experienced this personally in my life. I was working at PNG and I was driving trucks. I wanted to buck. 2014 or 2013, one of them, I wanted to buck. So I go to work, right? And I'm like, man, they told us we got to get out the truck and go back there. 18 wheel. It's an empty truck. Ain't nothing in the back of it. And they want me to get out and close the door just to take it all the way on the other side. They get out and open the doors again just to back it up. Nah, that's too much work. What I can do is I can back it up and I just drive it around there and then back it to the dock. I don't have to get out that many times. That's what I was thinking. So I did it. Man, I did it. And I was hauling butt in the truck. I was gone. But on my way there, the, the lock popped off and the door was swinging. So when I got right, I backed up and the door was pointing straight to the back. So I didn't know that the door was going straight to the dock. And that more boy, look, keep laughing at me, brother. <laughs> it's all talking about me. Yeah, and I stopped. I said, oh, shoot. I got out and it had no push the, it had no broke the hedge. So I like, oh, man. Called the. I called uh, my uh, crew member, the leader of my crew, uh, the team. He came down. He seen. He said, "Yeah, I got to report this." I said, "Man, I got it like that, man. I ain't, I, I, it was over that door. I just found it like that." He said, "All right, well, we're gonna let the manager know and everything." And I told him. He said, "All right." So he left everything like it was just okay. So I told the guy. I said, "Man, look, man, I got to tell the truth, man. I, I mistake you did that, man. I did." He said, "You did. All right." I thought I would trust the man, right? He went and told the manager. So the manager, oh, yeah, you're going to go to FIBA and get your, your analysis, and we're going to make sure you know all that kind of stuff. They sent me home. They said, we'll let you know and all this kind of stuff. I got fired. They fired me. And um, I said, man, why you fire me? He said, because you lied. I said, man, I ain't lied, man. I told the truth. That, that, that's what my quote-unquote truth was. So... Only thing I had to do was do what? That's all I had to do was do. Tell the truth. It happened again at my job that I work at now. The door actually came off. And I was like, man, Lord, this stuff don't happen again. And the spirit was there to say, no. Tell the truth. I am a God of truth. My word is truth. The spirit is a spirit of truth. You are a people of truth. So tell the truth. All right. Manager came out and I told him. And it's like, 
I was more worried than him. He came out there and I told him, he was like, oh, yeah, man, don't worry. Yeah, man, yeah, you're good, man. And I'm like, yeah, what? <laughs> the whole moral of the story is how things appear to us, they don't be like that. We just have to operate in faith and God will lead and guide us by our faithfulness in his word. But if we go contrary, we ruin what God building up. So saints, the whole word, you won't got it, be born again. You won't got it, study God's word. You won't got it, be faithful to what God revealed, amen? Let's pray out. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, just thank you, Lord, for all these things. I just pray, God, that each man may take heed to what your word say. Because you said it in Isaiah that you teach men to benefit. You teach us to profit. You teach us to overcome. But we have to be faithful to what you say. We have to say you what you say right, we have to call right. What you call wrong, we have to call wrong, and we have to surrender to that. So, Lord, I pray that your Holy Spirit use those words and bring it to the mind of every person here today according to your will. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.